0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Clever Kids. This is a uh, sometimes podcast uh, where three brothers take a look at a topic from popular culture that you may or may not care about. My name is Tyler. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Brian. Hey, everybody. And Jeffrey. Hey,
1: how's everyone doing today?
0: Um, I'm doing good. I'm tired, but good. How are you? I'm doing well. Brian?
2: I'm feeling... Fantastic.
0: Cool. Fantastic. Well, uh, should be no surprise to anybody. We're going to be talking about the new Spider-Man movie that just came out, um, directed by John Watts, starring Tom Holland, Daya, Jacob Batalon, uh, and a bunch of other people from other movies that make their make the appearances in this one as well. Um, we're not going to do spoilers right off the bat. We're going to quickly um, go through and uh, let everyone know how we thought about the the movie. Just a quick one sentence. Did you like it? Would you recommend it? I'm going to start with Jeff. Go.
1: I loved it. I had high expectations for the film, and it surpassed my expectations. Um, definitely, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, uh, go see the film.
0: Cool. Brian, how did you feel?
2: Uh, it was a good movie. I, you know, I, I'm, I don't think I'm as high on it as Jeff, it sounds like, but um, good overall. Definitely worth going to see uh, on the big screen, too.
0: That's interesting. Um, yeah. So real quickly, I, uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I, you know, I don't know where it sits in the ratings of like best to worst Spider-Man movies of all time, but, um, that's probably just because I'm too close to it having just seen it. Um, but yeah, I have definitely have some thoughts. Uh, now there is a lot to spoil in this movie. So if you have not seen it for some reason, do not listen to the rest of this because we are going to be spoiling uh, this film. Um, so, yeah, there's your warning. Um, so getting started off right off the bat, Brian, it sounds like maybe you had some some thoughts on the film that uh, may lead you away from being uh, high on it, as you said. Um I mean to What's... be clear, I'd give
2: it like a, you know, 7.8 or 8.0, like I I'm I'm, I'm it's, it was a good movie. Like I would I I don't have a ton to beef on, but I definitely didn't like some of it and some of it just didn't land for me and other than that it was really good.
0: Sure, sure. Well, what is it that that, you know, didn't land? I mean, um
2: First things first, I I would have told you this before the movie and it didn't change afterwards. I've never been a big fan of Andrew Garfield. Actually, I, th- I think I did mention it uh, when we were talking about this last week. You where said, I said you fell
1: asleep during his films. Yeah.
2: I, I never finished his Spider Man movies. Yeah. I, I had no interest in doing so. And I, again, in this movie, I liked the way he and, and Toby Maguire played off each other, but that was like the extent that I enjoyed Andrew Garfield in the movie. I just don't like him as an actor. So his part of it, you know, it's kind of met on. It was good to see Tobey Maguire. Shockingly, I was surprised at how much of a reaction I, like I had to Tobey Maguire being back in a Spider-Man suit. It was weird. Like it, it was like a good weird. Like It was like nostalgia full tilt. I don't know yeah. if you guys got that same sense from seeing him in the suit again.
0: Yeah, so quickly, we're just, like I said, there's a lot to spoil. Oh, we didn't shit. waste any time there. No, you're good. I already gave out the spoiler warning okay. and everything. But um, yeah, the, the, the thing that we've been talking about for weeks months even over a year i think <laughs> uh it happened they the other two spider-men are in this movie um and yeah i mean i liked seeing Andrew drew garfield i thought he was a really good spider-man in bad movies unfortunately i i and i liked him in this movie and it made me kind of feel bad that he didn't get to have like a good <laughs> good set of movies because i think that he could have done something really interesting with the character um and yeah, I, di- I did when they opened up the portal and uh, Toby Maguire popped out. It was cool. I, I definitely like had that moment where I was like, "Wow, like, I didn't expect to like care this much that they're in it." I'm going I want to quickly say, halfway through the movie, I was like, "Oh my god, they're not gonna do it! They're not gonna do it!" It was when they were in John Fav- Happy Hogan's apartment and they fixed Doc Ock and green goblin was being good and i was like oh my god they're gonna make green goblin and doc ock the ones that fight the other three with him like they're not gonna do the others and then immediately after that the goblin snaps they have that incredible action scene and then i was like nope they're definitely about to show up they're definitely about to show up which
1: i do want to say here i mean uh, top five action sequences in all of marvel
0: Uh, that fight scene with the goblins phenomenal like them like picking each other up and slamming each other through the floors and shit was so brutal so i was like this is crazy i mean i I mean talk
1: about using willem dafoe to maximum effectiveness i was blown away
0: yeah no i willem dafoe did a really good job um but yeah i you know i definitely there were a few of those moments where people showed up and i i uh i gasped uh the other one would have been uh charlie cox showing up as matt murdoch um, yeah that was
2: good to see him too jeff, I, I, had to, I had to tell anna who that was she hadn't seen daredevils yet so i so like,
0: jeff said that Daredevil. that was definitely gonna happen a couple months back and i kind of was like well we're hearing that as a rumor, but like there's so much other stuff going on in this movie. I just, I'm not going to get my hopes up that Charlie Cox is going to show up. And then when we see him, I genuinely was like, oh my God. I like looked over at my wife and it was like, they did it. They actually brought him in. Like it was actually very exciting. I mean, with Kevin Feige saying like two weeks ago, if there's going to be a Daredevil in the MCU, it's definitely going to be Charlie Cox. I, I like started thinking oh, are they doing that because of Spider-Man or is it because Kingpin's about to show up in Hawkeye? Spoilers for Hawkeye, sorry. But Kingpin chose, they revealed last week that Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is in it. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe that's maybe that's what it's about. Um, but then when I saw him, I was just like, wow, all right, there we go, Daredevil's in the MCU. I wonder how much of the Netflix ver you know characters is canon or you know it's a multiverse movie maybe this is you know he's obviously daredevil with him catching the brick but is he you know is it the same one that we saw in the Netflix series is it a different kingpin daredevil situation how much of that is going to carry over i guess that remains to be seen but uh yeah, I don't know. Jeff, how did you feel seeing the other two Spider-Men back in their suits?
1: I loved it. I mean, I, I will say I felt like we didn't get a lot of Tobey Maguire. I felt like we got a lot of Andrew Garfield, and I loved it. I, I felt like Tobey Maguire, like his character's kind of, and I know that you guys are going to oppose against this, I don't have any issues with the Tobey Maguire films. The things I love about those films is, is the action sequences and, you know, the, the, the villains. Not necessarily Tobey Maguire himself. And sure. So, yeah, I don't
0: think that he crushes the he's, perception he's like, like what white we know as Peter Parker. Yeah, like he's, but he's I think that he,
1: he's wholesome. I think, go ahead. He's wholesome <laughs> and he's like white bread. He's like plain. I, I'm fine with where what he did, but Andrew Garfield I found fucking hysterical. Like he shows up and MJ's throwing bread at him, and he's like, "Can you stop throwing bread at me?" And she goes, "Climb the wall," and he like sticks to the the ceiling. She goes, "No, crawl around," and he's like, "This is plenty. I'm not."
2: <laughs> yeah. No. I, I will say this. I his. The lines and like I said, the way he plays off Toby, I did find it funny. I just there's something about his mannerisms that kind of throw me. And I like at first I was like, man, why did they give him so many like of these like you know boohoo scenes where he's like upset about you know? But then I was like, you know what? No, that's not my problem at all. Because I thought it was important for those you know older Spider Man to be able to show you know Tom Holland Peter like, dude, you like I do understand what you're going through. I went through it. And so, like, those things were fine. And to give him his redemption moment, because from what I understand, he misses the catch in his movie and lets his right. chick die, right? Yeah. Right. So it's like, I understand why they did that scene where Tom Holland gets interrupted, but then he gets to make the catch, and it kind of is his redemption arc on that. Like, like I was fine with all that. I just, I don't know. Something about his, like, kind of tweaky mannerisms like, just throw me a little bit. It just throws me out of the character. But I, I thought his, like, what they did with that character in the movie it was totally fine and i was laughing too i thought it was all good
1: yeah i mean I, I i will say this movie was entirely more wholesome than i was expecting it to be um like there there was just so much fan service as soon as the three spider-men involved like when when andrew we get andrew garfield literally cracking toby mcguire's back on camera yeah. <laughs> i was just yeah. like what is yeah. wow, this Fuck, what, like, is, what is going on what right is now? this scene right now <laughs> Like, yeah, super funny
2: or them talking about oh, dude, the webs, the, the webs web thing. Yeah. I'm so glad they did that because that's something we had talked about where it was like, you know, put them all in a room who walks out, no suits. And you guys were like, oh, it's got to be Toby because he's got a natural advantage. And then all of a sudden they're, they're debating it in like almost very similarly in, in the lab. And I was like, this is so funny. Cause we were just having this conversation in a, a third party way where it's like, oh my God, that's so convenient. Like, do you know how inconvenient it is for me to have to reload these things every time? And he's like, yeah, he's imagine like, I imagine it'd be really exhausting. inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because we were just talking about how I like the part good.
0: where they were like, does it only come out of your wrists? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: That whole thing was funny. And the fact that they actually like touched on it like two or three different times, I, I, I couldn't get enough of that because I was like, yeah, that is that is freaking hilarious. Like that There was
0: one thing that they didn't do that I was... Or that they did that I was kind of confused by, which is when Tom Holland's like, who are the villains that you guys have... Like, who else have you guys fought? And instead of going deep into the rogues gallery and picking out some really wild villains from Spider-Man's history, which there's a lot, um, like a, a guy with a big robotic wheel that he rides around the city on, uh, like, they could have chosen like any of these kinds of crazy characters. And instead of doing any of that, they just talk about the characters that we're seeing on screen. So it's like, do you guys not have anyone else? Like, you, yeah. you guys sense? just, like, there's no other villains.
1: Are you guys back to just solve it? Yeah. I thought that same thought, like are you guys back to just are being you, neighborhood Spider-Man and there are no super villains anymore.
0: Why not give those characters like a deeper backstory? Right. And well, even you, like when he's like w- talking about who they love, you know what I mean? Andrew Garfield hasn't been Spider-Man for like 10 years he hasn't moved on from Gwen at all. He's still just like living a solitary life. And Tobey Maguire is 46 now. And he and Kirsten Dunst haven't figured it out. Like, come on, on Doug. Because
2: that's something I wanted to make a note to mention is Toby Maguire talks about it like it's like past tense. I was like, did they die in their universe and their back or something? I think kind of he's
0: more talking about like it's complicated. Like their relationship is kind of probably on and again, on again, but, off again. But he said
2: thing. they figured it out. He was like, we figured it out. We made it work. Like that's how he kept talking, like as if it was done or as if it was either one of two things, the way he was phrasing it. One, like it ran its course and somebody fucking died or two, they were so set that he could say for sure, we made it, we did it right it it, it was that the way he was phrasing it was really interesting i I definitely got stuck on it because i was like it's almost like like their lives ended and then you brought them back to life or something for this movie like it was it was weird the way and then like you said where they were talking about these these monsters or like these bad guys and they were only talking about ones we'd seen in the past so i'm like did you guys stop fighting crime after a while like is this right or did the crime that you
1: guys stopped just stop being
2: like monumental yeah, cuz there was hey. definitely opportunity for them to to say some crazy ass shit that we never saw. Like, oh, Toby was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I fought this black alien dude." And I'm like, like dive in on some crazy ass shit that I can go, "Wait, what? Why didn't we ever see that?" Like, I you know, then they could, you know, run with that or something. Like there was definitely a, in my opinion a a missed opportunity there. But it was weird the way they were having those guys phrase you know, the way they were saying stuff, they were talking about everything like as if it was past tense. Like, and Andrew Garfield was definitely talking about his um, past relationship like like it was the last thing that ever happened to him. You know?
1: Yeah. I would have loved, I would have really loved, and what I really wanted for this was for them to introduce uh, Toby McGuire. So there's a, a comic book um, in which they talk about the different multiverse, multiverse Spider-Man or women. And one of the the popular characters from that universe is a Spider Girl or Spider Woman, known as Mayday Parker. She is the st- daughter of Peter Parker, and in that in that universe, Peter Parker married MJ, had a child who is now a teenager who has become the the current Spider Man, and, and unfortunately, her her father dies um, in a tragic accident. You know the whole Spider Man origin story, and I was really hoping that they were going to do some kind of nod to um Toby mcguire having a daughter and it being mayday parker and him being the older peter parker in that universe uh, but they didn't they didn't go that route obviously
2: yeah, um they had a big opportunity to add some intrigue there without like any anything like all they had to do was say it and it would have been like what oh my god what was he referring to why don't we know about this you know and that would have been kind of fun but yeah. yeah, the way they phrased what was going on in their own lives was weird. It was almost like as if they had died and been resurrected. In or the like spell. they
0: got put on pause or something. Like, yeah. Why not give us just like, just pull something like from a different, like there's so many villains in the Marvel universe that are like these small, like little vill- villains that they could just like that. They're probably never going to use like hammerhead or, uh, what's the old man who wears a robot suit. <laughs> um, uh, or it's like a cyborg, or make one up to cyborg. make people go there's down just, rabbit
2: holes and start trying to figure out what the fuck they're talking about. Like it doesn't really have to be anything. Silvermane
0: is that a, is that character's name? You, like there's just so yeah. many different characters in in like in the rich tapestry of Marvel's New York that they could have just used. And I just don't like Stiltman. Give me Stiltman or some sort of reference there. Um, I just I don't you know I don't I don't get it. But you know they made their decision and whatever. Yeah, it's like they had been frozen but like aged and then. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, yeah. Sure. Um, was, there, was there anything else that kind of stuck out to you, Brian, that was something that...
2: Yeah, I got I to gotta rescind something I said when we talked about this earlier, which is I said that I was okay with them breaking the universe with J. Jonah Jameson. And I take that back. I, I Why? Thought, because I was so pissed when they did it with Quicksilver or whatever, Boner that right. that I convinced myself I was like, okay, what's his face is perfect for J. Jonas Jameson and therefore I couldn't imagine another one and therefore he has to be it, so I'm alright with it. Like it's not gonna be that big of a deal. But then he was barely I didn't think he played very much of a role for such a big name actor or like a big recognizable actor. I can't say big name if I can't name him, but um Sure. Um he, like I know. just felt like his part was kind of unnecessary like I get that they needed to spam Peter all over and show that the media is being vicious and I get that but it, it almost felt like an unnecessary use of universe breaking you know, actor coming in that has already played that role in a different universe, especially sure. in a movie that- where you're breaking the universe as part of the storyline. You broke the universe with him, but it wasn't part of the storyline. You just broke it. And so like, to me, I all think sudden- what they
0: wanted to do with him was they did it in the last movie as kind of like a cameo fun thing. And then people liked it so much and they were already doing this movie that they were like, well, we should just get him in. To do something with him. But yeah, you're right. It, that His character could have been any character in the world. It didn't need to be J. Jonah Jameson. I don't think the movie's worse for it. But no, I also kind him. of the whole time was like, oh, I don't really feel like they yeah. I, they used him
2: to any real positive. I think it, I would have been more okay with it if he was a bigger part of the story. But the fact yeah, that he was what, such what a What part succ- would he play? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe Tom Holland gets a job there and they have more interactions. I have no idea. So, but like
0: apparently during the the breakup, remember when Marvel and Sony broke up and it was like this big deal um, The Sony started doing a production, like started putting into production this Spider-Man No Way Home idea. And the pitched idea that got accepted was a Craven the Hunter movie where No Way Home was going to be Spider-Man versus Craven. Then Marvel got back involved and they were like, well, what if we did like this bigger thing because we can provide a bigger budget for it? And. I wonder if J. Jonah Jameson was gonna have a bigger part in that. In but it seemed like the whole yeah. they set him up as someone who wanted to take down Spider-Man so bad just so that they could have the plot point of Spider-Man sending like calling yeah. in and basically saying where he was. You know? Yeah. I think that just, that's really what it came down it to. It
2: didn't feel like a good enough use of him to justify breaking the universe inexplicably. Like the fact that they're and especially in a movie where they're breaking the universe in a way that they're explaining i just was like all right I, that that did that wasn't what i was picturing for him i was picturing him having a, like an actual role instead of just being some guy they could have like you just said could have just created a fictional character that was the media face slandering him it didn't have to be you know jay jonah right there It just it just it felt needless to me it felt kind of like like what jeff said was the fan fan pleasing would fan, you say fan service Fan servicing, yeah, just felt like just getting them in just because we like him as J. Jonah.
0: I'm you know, I was okay with it. Um so moving on from Brian's hatred of J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons, that's who it is. <laughs> yeah. Um let's talk about the returning villains. How did we feel? Who was who were the standouts? I mean, obviously Green Goblin was the big overarching main Well well, actually, let's start with Green Goblin. What did we think of the, the Green Goblin suit redesign um, that they ended up doing to bring him into the comic accurate Green Goblin? How did we feel about that? Anyone think that that was kind of funny? or I Because well, it, it kind of had like a
2: homeless look to it. Is that what was going on? Well, it was.
0: It's, so Green Goblin in the comics is just like a man, like a weird goblin man who, with green skin and a weird green face. And he wears like a big purple long beanie and like a purple tunic and like rides around on like a glider. It doesn't make any sense. But one of the big qualms that a lot of comic book fans had with that first Tobey Maguire movie is that they basically turned the Green Goblin into a Power Ranger. You know, he's wearing like a suit, like an armored suit and a big helmet with like the big pointy head that seemed to make no sense um, that they would make, that he would make that. Um, and in this one, they put him in the purple sweatshirt and then through his fight with Tom Holland, that his clothes get ripped to shreds and it creates sort of the goblin look with like the hood and the, the little purple bit across the chest. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I mean, it was, yeah, I thought he looked it, was it was dumb, but I thought it I thought, he, it looked I thought
2: he looked more rugged and I definitely appreciated that over the shiny, stupid suit looking thing. Freeing. Yeah.
1: Freeing up Willem Dafoe's face for this film was a brilliant choice.
2: He
0: looks like a fucking goblin. Dude, he's the perfect I like pick. Willem Dafoe <laughs> a lot, but like he looks like he could play like if yeah, he looks exactly like the character from the comics. It's very funny. Um, what about the other villains? How did we feel about Dr. Octopus?
1: Yeah, I honestly I thought Alfred Melina, you know, his his uh, entrance did a great job to you know it, it, it explain the multiverse. But after that he didn't really I don't even know what speaking roles he had outside of you know, once, like, it just, he was very, very reduced from after the bridge fight.
2: No, um, yeah, well, in that, yes, and the arms thing still just doesn't make any sense. I think they just, they, they put
0: the nanotech on it. They needed to have a way to stop him, right? To, right, but uh, they
2: put the arms themselves, and that's a problem from 2000-whatever, but, like.
0: Oh, the arms with the AI? Yeah, yeah the concepts of the robots are so smart oh, yeah. that you need a It's pretty silly different. that they brought it into this one and had to explain it. Yeah, also, they, to, they were stuck Quick. With that. Quick mention of uh, Stark Industries fabricator. That's just a machine that can do anything. Yeah, what, include including just sitting randomly in his house. And, like, yeah. Well, that's the same thing that was on the plane when in uh, Far From Home, when Happy picks him up in Germany, and he makes himself a new suit. That's the uh, that's what he uses to do that oh. when he goes to fight Mysterio. In yeah, London. that machine is pretty badass. <laughs> it's pretty badass. It can do everything. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what it, how did we feel about Lizard?
1: I mean, hold on. Before we go through. So like, I, I think that the two standouts as far as the villains go for me were the two characters that had the largest speaking roles. Jamie Foxx was, I think, entertaining. I think that he plays. So funny. He plays an Entirely character.
0: different character. I just
2: thought you were going to be black. <laughs> he,
1: he plays the same character. That's like, that was good. He reminds me of his character he played in Baby Driver. Just, I yeah. feel like he's kind of like that in real life. I get that hit that he's kind of <laughs> a little bit of a dick in real life. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: There's a video, a very, very old 90s video, where he's hosting a roast uh, of, I think maybe it was Shaquille O'Neal or something like that, and another stand-up comedian who's younger is getting kind of his like, first chance, and he comes at Jamie Foxx kind of hard at the beginning and then before he switches over, and then Jamie Foxx just roasts him from the from the like from his like little seat off to the side so bad that the guy basically gets booed off stage (laughs) and that guy came out years later and was basically like yeah you ruined my career like he couldn't get any jobs after that because jamie fox just like took him to task because he came at him and he did it like on live tv so yeah i think jamie fox might be like a no nonsense kind of like fuck you person (laughs) yeah Yeah, i know i I know
1: exactly what video you're talking about um and that is highly entertaining
0: uh, I, I, dude it's hard to watch i think i do not think it's entertaining it was brutal he really takes this guy apart it's very uncomfortable to watch like you see this young jamie fox is throwing his full weight at this man and like anyway yeah so i do like jamie fox very 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 funny in, in this movie but almost a com- like a completely different character from the electro we saw in amazing spider-man 2. Yep. he's nothing like the max that we see at the beginning and then when he's electro electro he's almost like a like a lost baby for some of it, or like an angry baby for some right. of it. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't know how the world works and he seems lost. He's not confident like this. Like it's pretty interesting. is a big departure. I feel like, but I liked it quite a lot. Right. But, I mean, no yeah.
1: one liked the elector from that, from that amazing Spider-Man film. So no, I, it wasn't good. So. You want to take you. I mean, I, I don't blame them for taking a different directional choice. I loved that. The lizard was still standing by his plan to turn everyone else into a lizard. <laughs> um, they cracked me up. Like they just gave him one one core philosophy and just hammered it home.
2: You just um, can't let it go. identity now. It's perfect evolution. <laughs>
1: um Yeah, I, I enjoyed the fan service even from the villains. Like I cracked up when uh Willem Dafoe was like, "I'm something of a scientist myself." Uh, yeah,
0: I was like, "Come on, that's hilarious, really guys!" Really? Absolutely. <laughs> I, was I was trying to I remember what that's
2: a quote from. That's a meme, isn't it? It's a meme that's, from Spider Man.
0: Yeah, it's what he says to oh, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is funny. <laughs> you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. I was yeah, like,
2: exactly. where is that from? That sounds so familiar. And I realized it's
0: him. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Uh, what about, how do we all feel about Sandman? Did we think? <laughs> I, I'm mostly laughing because Lizard and Sandman basically get nothing to do in this movie. I honestly, like, I don't, I don't think either of them were there for any of the filming, except for the scenes where they get cured. And then I think the rest of it, they probably just recorded the audio yeah. from their their closets at home and just, like, emailed it to them and in a, with an attachment. You know what I mean? Which I don't think that they I was fine that. with it,
1: right? Like, I, I don't think the film needed more time spent on the villains, right? We They have entire films dedicated to their origin stories. If, if you need to know more about those characters, go watch those films. Um,
0: sure. Sure. Um, how did we feel about Aunt May in this movie? She gets a lot more to do? She's for the yeah. first time? Yeah, introducing... So she's hot <laughs> yeah, yeah she's very good looking right we have we you ever seen
2: bro? have so, you ever
1: seen uh what is it my cousin vinny no you should watch it one it, not only is it a, a top tier comedy but it's also marissa T- tome in her peak um she won an sold. academy
0: award for that movie
1: the movie's phenomenal
0: it's not that good it's <laughs> she probably didn't deserve an award for it
1: that movie is phenomenal um okay. And the fact that you don't like it is atrocious. Um,
0: I don't dislike it. I just don't think it's as good as you're saying.
1: (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah. So Mr. Tamara was great. They introduced feast through her, which I I think is a a fun, modern component of Spider-Man.
0: Specifically of Aunt May.
1: Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's essentially through Aunt May, we get Spider-Man's origin, three films into his trilogy.
0: Although in the first movie she, he says something to the civil war. To the Yeah. He,
1: he says he tells Tony Stark about how his, how his uncle died and how he feels responsible because and he, doesn't and he it. says,
0: well, if you, if you have the ability to, if something bad happens and you have the ability to stop it, then it happened because of you. Right. And it's like, that's the same thing. <laughs> like, I don't think he needed that, but you know, it gave us the moment where the three Spider Men say, "With great power, says great, resp- or t- you know, comes great responsibility." Together, which was fun to see. Um, how? What else do we have to talk about here? Um, what did you guys think of the plot overall? Because I have some contrivances and some issues that that I think could, like this, could have been solved. Like for an example, if Peter had just said, I won- "Can you make everyone forget Mysterio ever existed?" Boom. Boom, solved. The whole thing is basically fixed. Peter, or can you make it so that everyone forgets that Mysterio ever said that? If he can make everyone forget that Peter said that exists, one 10-second video. Yeah. Right, he could definitely make everyone forget that Mysterio said that. Right? I feel like that could have like that would have solved this whole movie that none of these things would have happened.
1: Okay. Right? I mean, we're talking about the same kid that, you know, I, I don't <sighs> understand. I don't really accept that as a justified because just because he didn't think of it right he thought of something what about dr strange not
2: thinking of it
0: Yeah, yeah that that's another thing is dr strange not thinking to say if he could if dr strange knew that he could write the spell and some people would still remember peter Why wouldn't he start with that? Like, Hey, before I do this, is there anyone you want to remember you? Like, like your girl, you have a girlfriend or maybe your man. Yeah. He got all the rest of us. Avengers. He jumps the spellcaster. You fucked up. Like also when Peter starts to say things like, well, my girlfriend. And then he's like, okay. And then he starts writing it immediately. He didn't think like anyone else, man, anyone else. It's not like like you just spent 10
2: hours on this. Like I feel like Dr.
0: Strange is a bit of a dumbass in this movie unnecessarily. Yeah. It's kind of funny too,
2: because he, he comes off as so freaking powerful. I mean, I got to say like some of the shit he can do, it makes me go, he's got to be the most powerful if not one of the most powerful guys in like the entire extended universe, right? Is that fair
0: to say? Yeah. I mean, he's literally I, Sorcerer making Supreme Spider-Man is bad extremely guys extremely
2: powerful. Yeah, he's like literally making Spider-Man bad guys like fucking go into a cell with like no effort at all. He's just like, you're in a cell. Oh, right. extremely me powerful me character. Yeah. yeah, and it's like he seems super powerful but like I mean, he whips up that spell that literally affects movie.
1: that that affects billions of people in a matter of minutes, right? Like that's yeah, definitely way too powerful.
2: Well, yeah, and then like you see the um, you know, the big uh, you know, space time continuum fucking gashes in the sky, and he's just like, like sealing them up, and I'm like, all right, this dude seems like super ultra powered, but like, yeah, he almost felt helpless at the same time. It was kind of a confusing representation of Strange.
0: It was a strange representation. <laughs> um yeah, I definitely uh get that as well. Um hmm. Yeah, I think that Doctor Strange really kind of a lot of the plot issues I have really do center around around like his inclusion. I mean, it, you needed to to open this up, right? You needed to have him in there. But I just I kind of like, I don't know. I was a bit perplexed by it namely the wig that he's wearing throughout the whole movie is so obviously a wig that it made me think that maybe their wig budget blew out in the last couple movies or something and they can't afford nice wigs anymore or maybe the supply chain is affecting wigs i don't know the Marvel wigs o- on this movie nice were wig. wild <laughs> um yeah Good, guys, let me uh, ask let's you see.
2: something because i'm stuck on one character and he's supposed to be a side character what is up with what they were suggesting with ned because... I think
0: they're just suggesting that he has magic in him.
2: Well, but hold on a second. The, one of my biggest sticking points on Doctor Strange and his whole movie is that literally anybody can show up at Shangri-La or whatever it's called and, and become a... And be trained. Well, a ...sorcerer. So it's like... Right. Like no sorcerer in his guild is really special. They just spent the time and were in the right place. Like that's and, true,
0: but he's just good at it. So already, yeah, but, he just has so, an innate
2: ability. When we see him practicing in his movie, and he cannot open that freaking portal for like however long, he's just struggling and struggling. And then you see Ned just like pop it without any training or guidance or anything. Right. Like, so
1: so essentially, one of Ned's ancestors used to be. So we can assume. One of those people that trained built up a natural a natural magical ability that then got passed on from generation to generation,
0: or we can just assume that maybe the story of Dr. Strange is that Stephen w- was lacking the confidence or the belief in himself. He just only hands. had the iron yeah. willpower you think, and Jacob or not Jacob, that's the actor's name. Ned just has like this kind of like youth youthful ignorance or arrogance. And he's just like, "I don't know, fucking." Try this shit. So, you know so it I mean? goes
2: further than that though, because like they were do- dropping these little hints at like that he's gonna have some kind of connection to them because like he was falling at the at the Statue of Liberty and Strange throws his cape and instead of it like catching him or whatever, it like lands on him as a cape and then he like floats down like Sorcerer Supreme style. And I was like, Are you guys trying to suggest that he's gonna be that guy in the future like or is that what you i mean maybe in the net
0: maybe in Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness which is the next marvel movie to come out i think or no i don't think it is but it's one of the next big things from marvel um maybe ned will be training at the sanctum sanctorum no maybe I, ned
1: i think ned's forgotten everything that's going to college
0: which is the yeah, next thing i maybe. wanted to talk
2: about too because i didn't really understand why peter like i i understood that the whole movie they'd been building up to peter making a choice which was you got to choose to either be Spider-Man. You can't be living both lives. You can't have one foot in each door. Right. And then their, their message at the end of it is, yep, you're right. I got to choose. And I choose to be miserable and just be Spider-Man and not have anyone know me.
0: I mean, that's the curse of the superhero, right? All the good superheroes have that curse. Batman, uh, Superman does for a long time. Uh, Spider-Man. It's that they never get the girl. They don't get to be the cool guy. They, they're they're the only ones that can do what they do and so they have to choose that over the personal life because he doesn't get to have he doesn't get to go on normal dates with mary jane out to a french restaurant and propose because he has to go and save new york because there's robbers you know driving through the cities firing you know fully automatic machine guns through at people you know what i mean like it's the curse of them it's the great power comes great responsibility of it all
1: I mean, even more so, it's it's about tragedy, right? It's about these characters that are able to, and that's, that's where I think a real sticking point, another reason why I think that it might, it is Spider-Man 2 is really an underrated Spider-Man film is he goes through this epic tragedy and he arrives on the other side as this optimistic hero in spite of this tragedy. And yeah, the tragedy still has affected him permanently, but he's still a hero by the end of it. And I think that that's what we're going to see in the next film as, you know, he's going to come out the other side. He's going to be okay. And I think that's what the, the the um, the uh, audience that this film, that these ca- comics have been made for, these characters that even if you're going through a rough time, you can still relate to Spider-Man and you can still try and be Spider-Man as long as you just try and keep your chin up.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, w- go ahead.
1: I will say... There was a surprising lack of banter in this film while fighting. Normally, Spider-Man is very characteristic with his quips while he fights, and uh, I figured with the three of them that they would just be shit talking, bouncing off each other while fighting the villains. And there was a, yeah. there was a lack of that that I was I was optimistic about, but
0: it felt like only Andrew Garfield was doing it. Really, I didn't I didn't really catch anyone else doing any quips. You're right. I, were, I think they were more trying Peter to learn was... how to be
2: around each other, right? Because they were all very individual superheroes. And they were learning how to work with each other was the kind of story there. And that's why they kept stopping to being like, I don't know how to work with a team. Like, like I don't think they were focused on being comfortable in the fight, which is what Spider-Man does. He slips into this, like, you can't catch me, you can't hit me kind of mode. And I don't think that they were there. I think they were all really uncomfortable with what was going on.
0: Yeah, I also think Tom Holland's character is emotionally distressed. You know what I mean? It would have felt weird if he was suddenly quipping... After his, he just watched his aunt die yeah. like a couple hours earlier. You know what I mean? It wasn't like days had passed. It was literally like the same night that she died. Um, um,
1: which which touches on, uh, I think we might have touched on it earlier. But the uh, the final fight scene between Goblin and and uh, Tom Holland, um, I thought had some real emotional uh, impact wait. to it. Yeah, I, I definitely. I'm not gonna say it was one of the best fight scenes, but there was. Um, I don't know a lot of weight behind it. I, I really enjoyed. I mean, I know that we're all fans of action films here. That kind of climax of just going toe to toe slugfest was uh, definitely a fun way to finish the film.
0: Yeah, it was it was good, uh, and I liked that Toby Maguire caught the caught the uh, the glider and stopped him from killing him. You know what I mean? And they just he didn't say anything to him. He just kind of like looked him right back in the eyes and was just kind of like, "I get it, man." I get it, but, but I, can't I can't let you, let you do, do it. Yeah. yeah, I can't let you do it. And it, you know, I just, I, I liked that. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was weirdly, like, uplifting and heartbreaking when he hugs them goodbye at the end. I, don't, I It, like, made me really emotional for some reason. I was, like, sitting there, like, am I going to cry right now? Like, I'm actually, like, my heart hurts, like, watching him say goodbye to them. And they were in the movie for, like, what, 10 minutes, 20 minutes? Like, it wasn't very long. But I genuinely was, like, it was sad. I was sad to see them go again. I just, I didn't like it. <laughs> I wanted them to just stay a little bit longer. Um, obviously, I know why it had to happen. But, it, yeah, I don't know. How would you guys feel watching I don't know, I, I you know, yeah, how did you guys feel about that? Anyone back me up please? definitely it, definitely it,
1: <laughs> go ahead, Brian
2: I was gonna say it it raised a question in my mind of in pop culture, <coughs> and obviously movies, um, but is there any other character like Spider man or you know maybe Batman, whatever um who a scene like that would hit you in the feels where you got like the past, ver- you know, actors for that character getting to like, you know, embrace the current actor for that character. And you got them all in the same moment, having a moment together, even well, if it doesn't I, necessarily make sense. Like, I know I they wonder made it make if sense, it but-
0: will happen with the new flash movie that's coming out because we know that Ben Affleck's in it. We know that Michael Keaton is, is in it as the 1989 Batman i mean that's the wait that's what? the part both of it gonna
2: be in the movie yeah yeah
0: um we all so know we that can talk about that on another episode but <laughs> we know that jeffrey
1: dude morgan should have been in it sure
0: um i think that the issue is that spider-man's the only character really that has that sort of emotional resonance for a lot of characters like they're the only other one is batman and it's Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. No one cares about the Val Kilmer Batman. Well, I mean, I care, but I don't love them the way that I like Michael Keaton ones. Can, can you think further you know?
2: outside than like the Marvel universe? Like we the reason why this I mean, question came up is because... we're talking about DC
0: with Batman, so yeah, He's talking about superhero extended
2: universe, whatever. Because Well, think
0: about another character that has been played by multiple actors. James Bond. James, yeah. Bond. James yeah.
2: Bond is what the the reason why I have this question is because you brought up that there was a potential um, opportunity for sure. them to have him like find Meet them all the sitting Bonds, in an old yeah. people's home together, and it turns out that James Bond's been a code name the whole time. And I, I loved that idea. To me, that's that needs to happen in James Bond because it not can't. But all of them are dead
0: except for one. Two Fair. now. Fair. But three. Yeah, I mean, you could
2: get like lookalikes oh, yeah. and fucking CGI that shit and not give them a speaking role or something. Just have them sitting there staring at them or something. I don't know. Or bring them photos, their bodies back. Photos like, on the oh, wall. Shit, four. Dig, up, dig them up. Actually,
0: most of the James Bond's are still alive. <laughs> I just but, realized only two of
1: them are except, dead. But it's the except two best da- ones. Except Daniel Craig's character is now dead. But
0: um, I, yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> what the hell? Go ahead. What the hell? What? What the hell? Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. no you did not just
0: say brian that. hasn't seen it yet what <laughs> do you mean it,
1: oh the real broke didn't it <laughs> Alexa, stop. no the power went on the theater so oh, the no.
2: i've been waiting for it to go free <laughs> i don't i don't believe it i can't that is
0: staying in spoilers sorry retroactive spoilers shit anyway whatever i'm gonna act like i did oh way. damn this affected me pretty hard <laughs> sorry no you're i'm fine. sorry brian you're i'm fine. sorry but so, it's been it. it's been a yeah. long time i, we, I encourage valiant, you to see it multiple times valiant and effort pre- to
2: keep dodging this long i, I i'm pretty, I pretty sure
0: far. i'm pretty sure that i last time we talked about it i was like bro it's gonna like it's gonna slip out one of these days on the podcast if you don't watch it <laughs> I'm anyway so sorry no you're fine uh, man i feel just... guilty because that was heartbreaking when that happened but yeah so sorry,
2: anyway man. so point is you know it you know what? My point's dead now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? Oh, point man. I almost end. feel like we need to end the podcast there. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're watching Brian
1: go through it right now.
0: Yeah, Brian just had, is going through all the stages of grief right now. <laughs> sorry, bro. Oh, man. Well, I'm sorry. I'm heartbroken back to, on your behalf. That's just part of
2: Harry Potter dies at the end. I know you didn't read the books. <laughs> he does. He dies in the reunion thing. Coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: I think that's this week. And then Matrix is at the end of the week. Yeah. Um, Matrix
2: is uh, two days
0: from now. 22nd. Yep. 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 All right. Um, well, let's start wrapping this up. Um, we've been talking for about 45 minutes or so. Um, anyone have any final thoughts? Jeff? What, I, I wanted to talk. Let's finish. I, I wanted oh, to ahead. talk
1: like a, just a quick five minutes and, and ask you guys where you think the future of the franchise is going to go. Because so um, so we know that Tom Holland's been signed on for five more films. Three of those, no, it's, that's not true. It's another trilogy.
0: No. So so Tom Holland is straight up saying, "I might quit acting. I think I want to move into a into a production role. They, I don't think I want to be an actor anymore. He, I don't think that he's officially signed on under contract for any more movies right now. I, I think that he's waiting. I, I think you're wrong. Sony and Marvel are trying to be like no. So what Amy Pascal said was. We are currently going d- developing another Spider Man trilogy, and I'm not interested in making any more Spider Man movies with anyone other than Tom Holland. That's what the actual quote was. I don't think anyone's come out and been like, Tom Holland is officially signed on for five more roles, five more movies as Spider Man. I think that initial reporting kind of got things muddied up based on those quotes. Um, Tom Holland is straight up being like, "Yeah, in the next the next Spider Man movie, I think they should just move straight on to Miles Morales. I'm done, basically. Like that was this week he said something uh, like that.
1: I'm I'm reading a quote that's from from her from the producer saying, we are getting ready to make the next Spider Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel.'
0: Yeah, I mean, she's trying to make that work, right? But I, so look we'll see what the future holds i think it would be insane if he chose to walk away from this right now i think he needs to do one more because i don't think we can leave the character in this state you know what i mean where he's just like living in an apartment alone without anyone knowing him that would be heartbreaking for me that if this version of peter parker has to live his life that way you know um but you know, crazier things have happened. I hope that that's not what, what they do with this. Um,
1: okay. So hypothetically, if there are Spider-Man films, which there are very likely to be more Spider-Man films. Sure. What What is the direction that you want to see the correct character go? Right? How do you, I mean, We I think you'd mentioned this. Speaking of which, I meant to say this earlier, we've made a lot of references to the episode that we recorded last week, which Tyler is refusing
0: to release. Um, yeah. Cause Tyler was the only one on that episode, even though my brothers were technically recording Neither of them chose to speak or participate, so... <laughs> Release the episode.
1: Release the Perry Cat. Um And anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm curious what you guys think uh, would be the next direction so for the character that you'd be interested what in. What
0: I would ideally like to see would be Tom Holland coming back and coaching Miles Morales and then walking away into the sunset with one, MJ. One film? Yeah, one more from Tom Holland. Let him get Wait. a happy ending. Let him coach the Miles Morales character and then let Miles Morales carry the Marvel so Spider-Man.
2: So uh, he does the Christian Bale sign-off where they're just sitting at a cafe in France and he looks over at Happy and he's just like...
0: Maybe he has to sacrifice his powers <laughs> or maybe he loses an arm or something like that. Make him so that he's no longer viable You're as a superhero. you go going the
1: future, Gohan. My God. Make it so that he's no longer
0: viable as a hero and give him a reason to walk away with MJ. You know what I mean? Like, give, like I just, I feel like the character, he, he as a man, I think is very burnt out on acting. I think that, you know, there's not an actor in Hollywood in his age group that is putting out the amount of movies that he is putting out right now. I mean, like, think of this guy's output since he got the Spider-Man role right like he was in that chris hemsworth moby dick movie he's in the new uncharted he was in that movie cherry where he's like a heroin bank robber he was in the devil all the time with robert pattinson where he's like a vet who wants to kill a priest he was in um that weird chaos walking young adult film um with Uh, daisy uh, daisy ridley he and then he's been in spider-man in like what five six movies at this point like I mean, dude, the guy has been just con- oh, he's in the current war. I mean, this guy has just been in so many movies yeah. in the last six years that he just he needs to be not in a major franchise like this. Not and like I think Marvel, as much as like the fans love the way that they're doing things, I think that they're really churning through people's lives by just keeping them working at all fucking times and flying all over the world to film these movies, and. I you know I think I think it's the reason that Chris uh, Evans got burnt out. I think it's the reason that RDJ got burnt out. I think it's the reason Scarlett Johansson has walk has walked away now. I think that you know you keep doing this to your actors and you know putting them through the ringer to meet these output and and this demand like that tom holland's 25 and he's talking about quitting acting and i think it is a symptom of what marvel is doing to these actors so yeah, must i would be like tough to, to see him get a happy ending and then walk away must be yeah, tough yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, cry into those fucking dollars. millions dude cry me a yeah, river yeah, yeah yeah millions of dollars he has enough money now at 25 that he could retire and be happy for the like one of the richest men <laughs> like that you'll you know anyone would ever meet for the rest of his life and never work again yeah, and yeah he's you know 25. What,
2: i gotta i gotta take Jeff said on this one, I I gotta go to work every fucking day at six o'clock in the morning. He can kiss my they ass. They work
0: long hours. Yeah, they have I'm no so... private life. They have no For a downtime. Of weeks of filming. They don't get to have a home. They don't get to have friends. They get to they have don't multiple get to... homes. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> With no, no mortgage. I think there's a difference between owning houses and uh, having a home. They don't get to set down roots. They don't get to have a stable relationship. They don't get to raise their kids. You know what they, they get to do go and they fly and choose. What Look, jobs I, they do. I'm not saying that their job is the hardest job in the world. They're not shoveling shit every day. But like, I do think that it's a hard life. And I think that at 25 to live this life where you're not going out with your friends and like getting to have a good time and, you know, go have the normal college experience or any of that. I think that that's tough. I think, and I think that as a 25 year old man, he deserves a fucking break. So let him do, let him have a couple years, see how he feels about doing Spider-Man after that. And if he wants to do one more and walk away, great. If he wants to do a thousand more, great. I don't like, I just think that let's just, I I, I guess I don't, I don't want to demand he play Spider-Man for the rest of his life. Sure. How how old was Andrew Garfield? I think that there's a way to give him an out. Andrew Garfield was what? 30 in his Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I think he was like 31 in the first one. What about Tobey like, Maguire? Tobey's probably, old. This, probably a little He's like 20, 28 or something. Okay.
2: So he could take 3 years off and then film more Spider-Man movies. Got a fat fucking break and we get more Spider-Man movies
0: while he's still in sure, the Sure, but age. is Marvel gonna let him do that? It sounds like Sony's like, "No, no, no, no. We're keeping the churn going. I we would got say three you more get that or up. you don't get shit." And I think that he's looking at the barrel of that and he's like, fuck like I don't know if I want to do that I don't know if I want to spend the next 20 years doing Spider-Man movies like I think I don't you know I think he is ready to move on I think that I read an article an interview with him from GQ well it was an article slash interview the way that GQ does their stuff or maybe it was Rolling Stone either way it was right after the paparazzi photos of him and Zendaya making out in a car released like got leaked online basically and uh, he was just like you know i think he was just kind of like fuck man i work so hard to give like the fans everything that they want of me and like keep showing up in all these movies and i'm spider-man and i'm doing all of this and then i'm trying to have a personal day with my girlfriend and people are just like taking pictures of us in our car while we're like telling each other we love each other like that's fucked up like let me have my life and i think that that was the moment that hit the switch for him and now he's talking about how he wants to just kind of like chill out for a while and get married and have kids and like watch his kids grow up and get to spend time with them. You know, I think that, yeah, I totally agree. He wants that. that, Then he should be allowed to have that.
2: I totally agree that the paparazzi, you know, fanaticism with, you know, celebrities, private life shouldn't be, shouldn't be normalized anymore. I think it's super unhealthy and it's it's a toxic culture, but yeah, he should just make movies and stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, I think, I think I'm that kidding, if you, you okay. work
0: for me. You work for me, bitch. You're I Spider-Man. I your Right. I think
1: that if you ask Tom Holland if you would, you know, do anything different, the answer would be fuck no. Of course, every single person in this problem, every single person on this earth would rather have that problem than the problems that they're currently facing. So, I, well, I'm, I'm not saying that I will ever be a paparazzi or support what they do. Each life has its drawbacks, and I think that that one is considerably better than other sure, problems. That but you that life having. and in
0: its drawbacks system. allow him to also fall back on millions of dollars and walk away he can do whatever he wants so,
2: man it's a free country but you're spider-man just make more fucking he's movies. actually <laughs> british
0: and i'm pretty sure that it's not a, I, I think they still are serfs or something i'm not really sure <laughs> the sun never um, sets on the so british i'll tell Empire. you i'll tell yeah. you a non-controversy of the queen so i'll I'll,
1: I'll actually answer the question uh Theoretically, if Tom Holland were to continue being Spider-Man, I would love to see him play some other comic books. I mean, what, what we saw with this film for the, for the uh, uninitiated was one of the most hated comic book story, Spider-Man comic book storylines come to life and essentially translated in one of the most original Spider-Man scripts that we've ever seen on film. Right. They took this this Spider-Man one more day comic book in which Spider-Man asked Mephisto to um, erase him from existence that that ended up becoming this wild uh, comic book storyline that everyone hated, critically hated, universally hated and uh, turned it into a film about Tom Holland stepping up and choosing to do right where previous Spider-Man had failed, which is an extremely original concept It, It built on these these pre-existing characters from other films, which I thought was super fun. Um, and I would love to see great treatments of other bad comic books, specifically something like Clone Saga. I would love for us to see a character introduced like Black Cat now that MJ's kind of out of the picture, at least temporarily. I would love, I think this is a perfect time for Spider-Man to be conflicted and have a Black Cat, uh, to have him deal with moral ambiguity of having a love interest, a super sexy love interest that also <laughs> likes breaking the law. But as long as
0: she's sexy. Um, <laughs>
1: well, that is important. um and yeah, having having something in there it's like, damn, like I want to arrest her but then again, she's hot. Um I would love to see that dynamic played out on screen. Um and have him be conflicted with this whole not necessarily Love Triangle because I don't know if they're ever going to bring MJ back as, you know, intelligently knowing that he's Spider-Man, but um yeah, I think that that since this was kind of an origin story for him, I'd love to see where they take this direction of Spider-Man next. I mean, what we saw in this film was three Spider-Men fighting five villains. I would love to see one Spider-Man fighting six. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I would love I, to see Yeah, that series.
0: would it I just I feel like they're not going to, but maybe. I don't I hope God damn that Morbius movie I I want it to not exist. Uh, it looks so bad. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want it to be out there. And after like seeing Venom 2, I just oh, I don't want it. I just I want these movies to stop being made. Speaking of I will movies that say... look terrible, uh, that Kurt Warner football movie. Oh my god. Oh my what god. the fuck? Dude. I'm like that begging for that so... one
2: to just get scrapped at the last second. There's just...
0: <laughs> yeah, that looks so stupid. It I looks... haven't seen I'm the trailer. Sorry. Bad. Uh, just avoid it with all costs it, it looks, looks so stupid bad god damn
1: i will say as a final word the the one storyline i hope they don't pursue is harry osborne i think that character can rest i don't think they're going to be capable of putting anything new to the character so i'm totally fine with them not. what
2: about zombie harry osborne
0: <laughs> what <laughs> i will say I james franco <laughs> i will
1: say someone asked tom holland uh who he would cast to play his next villain. And he said, Timothy Chalamet for Harry Osborne. And my first thought was, you just want to punch the dude who's banging your girl in his film.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, seeing those two together, uh, Kelly and I watched Interview with the Vampire recently and uh, that movie doesn't hold up that well. It's not that good. Um, And I was explaining to my wife today when we were talking about it and I was like, I think it just stands the test of time because people were like, tom cruise and brad pitt in a movie together when they were like the two hottest men in hollywood you know what i mean like everybody in the world was like obsessed with tom cruise and brad pitt and then they were just like they're at the peak of their sexiness and then they did this vampire movie together where they're basically it's like super homoerotic and they're like you know trapped together for millennia and whatever like in this cat and mouse game of vampires and i just i was like it would be like if tom holland and timothy chalamet were in a movie together everyone would lose their mind because they're like the two hot young 20 year old boys you know like um and that's funny i hadn't heard him say that but i mean what harry osborne isn't really a villain in the comics he's harry's friend he becomes the third green goblin eventually but like the real goblin is Norman like right. Norman is the goblin in the comics? Like it, Harry is a, is usually still portrayed as Harry's friend, right? So it's it's just I don't know. I I think that would be a wasted ca- casting. Like if you want to give him, give Timothy Chalamet a role, give him a role. But not, not, I agree, not Harry. I agree.
1: I just wanted to to say that tidbit about Tom Holland, like just wanted to hit oh, him because you, you he's, wanted to hit your
0: jo- hit your joke. His, it worked. It was funny.
1: Um. All right, so All right, cool. Are we ready to move on? We're ready to move on.
0: Recommendations? Uh, so we can't talk about The Witcher too much today, guys, because I have literally only watched one episode. Oh, we started
2: uh, we started season one again because we couldn't remember what was going on. Jesus.
1: I, I will say, without non-spoilers, uh, everyone dies. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, oh, we, at not- least
2: we know one fucking person dies. <laughs> Who? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: I was like wait what <laughs> but I was ready to move on I was just gonna let it go and then Bri- I looked down at Brian's face and Brian is like sitting there tears are welling up <laughs> he's like what have you up. done what have you done <laughs> no <laughs> fuck you Dale fuck you <laughs> Oh my okay. god! Okay, that, uh, that has made my week. I will it's say, so
1: I, I will say, though I think The Witcher one really, really does benefit from having this cohesive storyline, even if it does jump from time period to time period and take a couple episodes to figure out that that's even what's going on. Um, season two did feel a little misguided. It is kind of because it is following Ciri. Um, it is locked into a you know time frame of storytelling that's you know cyclic or very linear. Linear and. Right. Uh, While I think the first season did a great job of setting up for season two, I felt like season two was really just setting up for season three. Like, I didn't feel like – I will say there is a lot of monster killing in this show. I think they kill a monster every single episode. Um, But uh, it is – just like I felt like the the main characters as they all kind of move was really just a massive setup for a for a climax at the end of season 3 that wasn't even really a payoff. It was just a like it didn't even come to a full climax. The climax was just build up for the next season. Mhm. Um but that's all I'll say about that.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I I I'm I'm excited to come back to it as soon as I have time to watch it, but um that's where it stands right now. Did, uh does anyone have any recommendations this week? Jeff? Uh yeah, so How I many finally movies did you watch?
1: So I d- I did watch. I finally finished Malcolm in the Middle yesterday. Um mm. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. Uh very very funny comedy. Uh if your life's anything like mine, you'll relate to it. Um <laughs> yeah. Isn't he the uh, middle child?
0: Yeah.
2: So what the hell are Paul you talking Malcolm about?
1: Yeah, but he's got two older brothers and and uh yeah.
2: Um, but, but, but he's the middle child right? yeah but he's a Kinda. genius his older don't, brother's an
1: idiot his oldest, play. his oldest brother's a, a delinquent stay in your
2: lane in,
1: which one of
0: saying. us is a delinquent
1: uh next question uh oh. i so i watched two you two, two netflix that question <laughs> 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 who well it ain't me <laughs> say it <laughs> uh was was a delinquent uh francis gets better that is better uh <laughs> so i did watch two netflix movies both of them i would not recommend but i i guess i'll just put them here as a lot i watched a movie called love hard which is about a, a girl that has like disastrous online dating and then ends up flying across the world and getting catfished and then falling in love with the guy that catfishes her anyway
0: um and it's jian yang from uh silicon yes. valley right yes yeah the guy's funny I, that, I just don't know if he's funny enough to carry a movie for me it, honestly, you could know.
1: you could skip it. wasn't wasn't that memorable. Uh, Thought about
0: watching it yesterday, but then was just like, eh, I'll move yeah. on.
1: Um, I also watched a movie that has two other characters uh, that are related Sp- Spider-Man ten- <laughs> tangential. It's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Kirsten Dunst in a Netflix movie called Power I mean, of, the of the Dog.
0: Oh, Power of the Dog, yeah.
1: And it was awful. It was really. It's
0: getting crazy. Oh good reviews. God. People love it.
1: It was an hour. Like honestly, you could take the entire plot device and spoil it down to a 45-minute film that would have... Like, it was so much wasted space. So much fucking wasted space. So much landscapes of just rural America that is not...
0: Sure. Very great. artistic, not very plot-driven. There's there's a literally like a four-minute
1: scene between Benedict Cumberbatch and this kid where they're analyzing a hill like as if they're cloud-watching. Hmm. And the kid's like, it looks like a barking dog and Benedict Cumberbatch like straight-up shits a brick because that's the same thing that his uncle had said to him. And it's like... Crazy. What the fuck. The fuck am I watching? Like it's literally like massive waste of space. Um don't ever watch this film. Um
0: <laughs> Okay. Well I'm probably gonna watch it because I like Kirsten Dunn so much, but
1: Yeah. I'm I'm sure um, with your contrarian opinion, it's gonna be your favorite film of all time.
0: Probably. Uh was that it was yeah, that all you got? That's it. That's all I got. Brian Brian, what are you up to? What have you been up to? What have you been doing? I've been uh
2: trying to play my PlayStation more. And I've been just jumping on Assassin's Creed Valhalla um, quite a bit. Yeah, I'm pre- appreciating the references. I've made it to England. I don't know if either of you played this game. No. Uh, made it to England, and there's a lot of Ragnar Lothbrok references, which is cool. Apparently his cool. sons are currently conquesting England, and now I'm getting in there as a rival or like a friendly, but well, like separate he's a tribe big deal and,
0: in uh, Viking mythology. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm enjoying that. And I saw an ad recently that they're releasing content similar to what Odyssey did, where they released like, you know, the ability to fight the like stuff fight like gods and stuff. They, they're just kind oh. of adding more to it, which is cool. So I'm going to um, try to beat that game and give a, a more thorough review. But um, other than that, Witcher and uh when we need a comedic relief uh always sunny always sunny still holding up still good we're in season
0: three now i think so cool yeah it's starting it's probably starting to get good i think it's around season three that they really hit their stride and become like one of the funnier shows um i uh i've been also watching it's always sunny we finally are on to the newest season um and what else what else what else we watched Notting hill yesterday which is a 90s rom-com with julia roberts and uh hugh grant uh still good still a good movie um interview with the vampire not a high recommend for that one I'm trying to think of what else i've been doing not much just been busy busy uh sleeping a lot um so i, I recommend that that's my recommendation to get, get some sleep um, I think that's it this week. Uh, how did you guys feel about Spider-Man out there? Let us know. Did we miss the mark? Were we right? Who is your favorite character? What do you think Tom Holland's going to do? Is he going to stick around? Um, Real quick on that, I did want to say Daniel Craig straight up said he'd rather slit his wrists than play James Bond again after Spectre, and he came back and did one more. So, I mean...
1: Well, isn't, isn't Tom Holland rumor, just
0: saying that he's tired and needs a break? It just might just mean that he just needs a break.
1: Isn't isn't say? the rumor that the studio told him that they wanted to cast Tom Hardy and he said, I'd rather come back for next extra. I,
0: I don't know about that. I don't want to get into that right now, but maybe. But I don't I don't I don't think that happened. Um, that would be so petty. Let's just say that. Um, otherwise, uh, we are at clever kids pod on Instagram and cleverkidspodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com uh, for email. Get in touch with us. Let me know, let us know what you think. Also, um, Spotify just released, uh, an update where they're allowing you to rate podcasts on Spotify now. So if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and give us a rating. We'd really appreciate it. It helps people find the podcast. So, uh, we'd, uh, we thank you very much if you do that. Um, Otherwise, thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week for The Matrix. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys.